Hi guys. Welcome to another episode of Her Pen Her Voice podcast. I'm Shells. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that wherever you are when you listen to this, that your day is going great. Your week is even better. And your month is amazing. <laughs> so. I was looking through some things and um, I came across an old. I don't know, not really too old, but a random thought that I jotted down in my notes. You know, everybody always doing iOS press releases on Instagram and shit. So why not? (laughs) Felt like it got my attention for a reason. So here goes nothing. The strongest virtue is he empowers her writing down coordinates, jovial strolls through the library with the uncertainty being a distant thought. Lady Compass she is. As cliche as it must be, their paths become intertwined, kindred moments continuously. So, I've been reading this over and over, trying to remember what I was thinking about when I jotted it down or where it came from it still doesn't ring a bell but they're my words so (laughs) yeah I hope so (laughs) anyway um today's show is going to be about the art of being inappropriate so before I get into that I just wanted to touch on a few things. I took a week off, so by the time this is released, uh, some of the items might be a little old, but I feel like podcasts kind of immortalize you, so it'll be all right. I wanted to say RIP to the victims and send positive energy and light and prayers to the people that were affected by the terroristic act in Las Vegas and then also all of the Caribbean islands that are facing so much detrimental things with the hurricanes. Um, okay, so... I have a few questions. I'm not questioning the validity of the event in Las Vegas, but it's some things that are not adding up to me. (laughs) One, I didn't even know it was like super possible to shoot out a 32nd floor window and no one be alarmed. I'm not saying it didn't happen. That's not what I'm saying. I just, that's one of the things that were like, that popped up to me. Then for him to, air quotes, never have any experience with guns or military background, anything for him to have all of the weapons. Like, it's just. A lot of stuff doesn't sit right with the propaganda that, um our media chooses to 
used to infiltrate our brains. And um, it's a lot of questions that go unanswered. And this reality star we have as a commander in chief is. This makes my head hurt, <laughs> to be honest. I've said it time and time again. Like, I don't really watch any of his press releases or anything, you know, that he's on TV saying or whatever. Like, I normally just find the hot takes or the sound bites um, from social media, or I'll read an article or listen to the Sense podcast because they give me all my little news that I need for cheese doodle face. But um, I feel like there is some benefit by putting us in a state of fear constantly for them. Um, I have deeper thoughts on that, but that's another show for another time. So before I move all the way along, um, I'm sure you have heard about Mary Mary Tina Campbell writing the open letter to express her thoughts on um, voting for Cheese Doodle Face. And um, I really love Mary Mary. Like, their music was so great to me. The few albums... Um, that I purchased. Um, <clears throat> but I'm confused. <laughs> Once again. I'm confused how. She was searching for something religion wise. To align herself with him when. I know faith is a very big part in a lot of people's lives. Spirituality is a very big part. But. To me, he just comes across as an evil, senile dummy. And I don't really see where it would benefit to align yourself with him um, in her position, rather. Because I start thinking about Chrisette Michelle and how that backfired in her face. And um, the divisiveness, you know, because... Apparently, um, racism just surfaced in 2016. <laughs> That's what people are saying anyway. They never noticed it. Or, excuse me, um, when President Obama was elected, my bad. <laughs> it never occurred before then. I think that my personal views is so stressful. It's so stressful because there's a lot of uncertainty and we're reverting back and there's no empathy and there's no compassion and there's a lot of division amongst the chaos. And then you have all of these natural disasters along with the domestic terrorism that's taking place and you have your own life, your regular life. You know, so you're trying to make sense of all of these things. And um, all I can really say is take it a day at a time. I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but um, living in a constant state of fear or 
being angry all the time. Just, you know, allow it to make you do something positive and something that's beneficial to your community. And also self-care because you need it. You know, I know there's people that hate him and they're going on every video, every post, you know, reading all of the comments, getting so boggled down with it. Like there has to be a way to filter it so you can continue to live your life. Because at this point, the only thing you can do, like I said, is make a step in the right direction to elevate your community you have to start somewhere but just constantly voicing the disdain for him every single day every minute of the day you know following his twitter watching his interviews or reading his press release i mean you can do it if you're really involved in politics like you could do whatever you want to do but i just feel like it's not really beneficial to constantly get yourself worked up if that is the issue that works you up. So that was a tangent, but I hope you get the gist of what I was trying to say. Okay, so funny story time. Um, <laughs> I was reminded this week that when I was about 12 or 13 <laughs> um, I would go to the park with a bunch of my friends and we would just you know bullshit before we went home and um, <laughs> I was reminded I remember but I remember my pants one of my best friends <laughs> my male best friends that later became a boo um he pulled down my leggings and smacked my butt and uh i remember laughing at it i wasn't embarrassed because it happened so quickly and as a preteen or whatever, like you laugh about it, you think it's funny. But then when I was sitting back, I was just like, wait a minute, that wasn't, you know, right. And so then it had me thinking, like, would the seriousness have set in back then if I knew, you know, like everything that I know now? Um, as far as groping and catcalling and even when I was walking um, back to the house a couple of weeks ago, this guy was just like, smile. And I'm like, no, it's my face. Leave me alone. <laughs> I can do what I want, you know. But I think as a lady or woman, I'm so used to being objectified, you know, so it doesn't really bother me too much I guess I can say you know um but going back to what I was saying um like when do you learn what's inappropriate and what's appropriate I actually had to break the definition down to my daughter like last month and 
because she's she's used to hearing that's not appropriate that's not appropriate you know i mean in that sense she doesn't really do a lot of inappropriate things but in the context that it's used she's that's what she knows it as and so to go back to the butt groping or eye smacking or whatever like You kind of brush it off if, you know, you're young and you're kicking it and you're laughing. But then if it occurs as an adult, you know, you may have the sense of being offended because it's never okay. It's never, it's not okay. Um, but as a little girl, like I said, I didn't know. But then I think too, if I was to grab a guy's dick, you know, like they would probably laugh. But that's messed up too. I I just was trying to figure it out. Like, what age did I decide that my pants being pulled down a little bit and my butt being smacked was wrong? <laughs> it's so funny to me because it's stupid. But yeah, another tangent. <laughs> Sorry. Oh boy. So all right. Something a little more serious. Um, we had to take a sexual harassment quiz at work. Um, multiple choice. And I always felt like these tests were kind of like common sense. But... When I finally took the test and I got it scored and things like that, I think I got like a 76. So somewhere along the line, I'm being super inappropriate. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, of course, like if your boss or somebody flirts with you, like I get it, you know, speak about it. You're uncomfortable. Go to HR. Like I get all of that. But. Sexual harassment. Mm. Okay. So talking to a male coworker today, he's talking to me and another friend at work, coworker. And um he was saying like a funny story that had verbiage that can be um the word he said, I think it kind of sounded like he said ho. Oh, he said clothes. <laughs> but he said ho. And he was just like, I didn't say anything wrong. You know, like he had to correct himself. So I was just like, yo, men have it hard. I mean, women have it hard too. But men have it super hard in the workplace as far as sexual harassment go. Because you could barely compliment somebody nowadays without them thinking that you want to sniff their underwear. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you try lightly at work? Do you not say anything appropriate at all? Do you, like, what do you do? Because it can always blow up in your face. Like, you got to be consistently careful. But see, I laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> And that's probably how I ended up dating a coworker. Mm. I don't advise it. 
don't advise it at all. It's um super messy if things don't go good and don't go the right way rather or in the right way or whatever. And then you constantly have to see this person and hope that everything stays cordial. So I don't advise it. If you are going to date a coworker, then you both need to go find different jobs. <laughs> That's it without me getting too deep into it. But it was an interesting experience. But um, say no to coworkers. <laughs> In the romantic sense, it's just messy. Um, okay. The her inspiration for this week. Taking one step in any direction helps you make progress, whether to readjust, reassess, or reevaluate. I have been feeling like um I need to change something. Like I've been a little bored, I've been a little stagnant, I've been looking over my life and trying to see what I can switch up. You can um, change your morning routine, you know, you can rearrange your apartment, you could go on little staycations, but I'm trying to figure out the root of the issue that makes me feel like I just need to do something. Like, you know, I'm tired of the same routine over and over and over. Feels like Groundhog Day. I don't know if you guys experience that, but normally that means it's time to implement something new in my circle, my daily routine, my day-to-day life, so that it shakes something up and Maybe if I do it at the right time, you know, the universe will welcome me and, you know, I'll be blessed abundantly. You know, like I'm I'm trying to figure out if I need a new hobby, uh, I need to write more like it's like I'm blocked, but then I also need change. So I'm constantly you know digging in my brain trying to figure it out so i wanted to ask if you guys go through that if you guys can shoot some tips over my way um herpinherhervoice at gmail.com so yeah this is probably gonna be like a audio diary recording today <laughs> it's gonna be a short show because i'm i don't i don't i just i'm blocked i didn't want to not record i didn't want to not put something out so i'm sorry if it sounds all over the place but i just wanted to share a few thoughts with you guys this week and you know next week i'll come back with a longer show and um, if you enjoy, share it with your friends. Leave some comments on iTunes, please. Um, five star rating. 
I'm on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and you can find the Her Pen, Her Voice podcast page on Facebook if you can like it and share it. And also follow the Instagram page, Her Pen, Her Voice Pod. And I'm on all social media as Shells, S-H-E-L-L-Z underscore P-E-N. I would like people to be like more interactive with me, please. (laughs) Send me some emails, some comments, topics. You know, I love to have personal insight on the things that I do choose to talk about, but I'm not opposed to something different, you know, um, something I haven't spoken about. I would like it to be, you know, more, I guess, listener friendly also, you know, um, like it to be like a little escape while you're washing dishes, going for a drive, cleaning, sitting at your desk, you know, I know I sound like a phone sex operator, but you know, it's a little, I don't, is it, wait, is it weird that my voice turns me on too? <laughs> oh boy, I'm such a mess. <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, um, I think that's it this week. I'm not even going to force it. I'm just going to let it flow where the attention goes, energy flows. So I'll see you know, see you guys next week. I'll speak to you guys next week. Um enjoy this uh indigenous people day that uh we well I don't have off, you know, I'm working. But um if you're home and you're relaxing, enjoy it, regroup and get ready for the rest of the week. Um, oh, before I go, sorry, can we talk about people claiming shit that's not theirs? I don't know what the fuck Christopher Columbus discovered that it was already here. It was already here and it was already discovered like before he ever approached it. Like, and he gets a fucking holiday. Like, it shouldn't be. A real holiday like they need to take his statues down they need to rename the holiday he shouldn't have one he doesn't deserve it like that's like it's gonna be a donald trump day soon and that's crazy you know um but yeah this is just a bunch of rambles <laughs> so um i think that's it so anyway, thank you, beautiful ones, for listening. Uh, if you made it to the end of the episode, the word is jelly bean. You just send me that so I know you got to the end. <laughs> but anyway, um, love and light, you guys. Bye.